family, why in the hell am I trying to get back up with it? Now if I can't get down, yeah, then tell me why in the hell am I trying to get back up with it? If I can't get down, yeah, then tell me why in the hell am I trying to get back up with it? Now if I can't get down, yeah, then tell me why in the hell am I trying to get back up with it?
Mind dimension, 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 mind dimension. Every time I look into your eyes, I see the future. Dimension, mind 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 dimension. Every time I look into your eyes, I see the future. Ladies. 
that aren't. No, I just. Oh, okay. I, I just didn't know. So, so that was Dennis Cox. <laughs> yes, definitely. Thank you. And while uh, we have him here, Dennis, what's going on, sir? I've been good, man. I've been good. Just, uh, you know, got done doing. Hold on. Huh? Oh. No, you know, just got done doing uh, Dally in the Alley Saturday. I heard it was awesome. Yeah, the only thing that I hated was that, you know, at the same time that I was on, they had uh, DTM 3 the Hard Way oh, yeah. on the main stage at 930. You know, and I couldn't get away, so... Yeah, it'd be nice to see them. You know, but hey, I had a hell of a job I had to do, and I think I pulled it off real good. So before I get into the interview with you, I want to send a shout-out to Adriel Thornton and the Dally in the Alley crew for having me out. And I'm looking forward to doing this again next year. All right, with that out of the way, Mr. Cox. Yes, sir. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, and I know we've talked about this already, um, there's a certain event that should be coming back for 2023. Yes, sir. Uh, Tech Lido, this would be the number fourth one. Yes, yes. I know I was really kind of hoping that... Um, that uh, you know you were gonna have it this year, but I know that you know things didn't exactly work itself out and everything, and you know that's understandable. Of course, I'm probably like the first person that was disappointed that it didn't happen, but you know that's all right because hey, you know next year, you know you have plenty of time to have everything together. That's the whole plan, trying to uh, get it ready make it bigger and better than the years before. So for those of us who don't know you or don't know that much about you, now we go back a good ways. Yes, you sir. Know, but how did you get started in the DJ game? Well, back in about 92, I went to my first rave and uh, fell in love with the music. Mm-hmm. Two years later, bought turntables and a mixer from up here in Detroit. And been playing since. Now, who would you say, and I know you've been around a good while, uh, your influences, like, you know, folks that just, you know, you see them and you're like, damn, you know. Well, when I first started, uh, Boomer Reynolds out of Detroit, or Toledo. Omega Man. Omega Man. Uh, he got me liking the music. And then uh, when I start coming up to Detroit, there's uh, too many to name, but uh, Richie Haunt was a big one. Derek May, Kevin Saunderson. Juan. Juan Atkins. Uh, yeah. John Acoviva when you used to play here. Uh, a lot of the old uh, house cats. Like Norm Talley is one of my guys that I love. You know, I mean, I mean, it's, it's funny because... You know, you being in Toledo, uh, you were familiar with Mojo, right? Yep. Electrifying Mojo? 
you know, his birthday, I believe, was yesterday. And uh, my good friend, Desi Magby, a.k.a. DJ Psycho, had, uh, you know, made a post. And, you know, I had to put in my two cents, you know, because I lived in Flint uh, back in the day. And, you know, Mojo and the Wizard was required listening to anybody. And then you draw a line to, like, all the veteran DJs. You know, Mojo was, like, the be-all and end-all, you know, because you could listen to him and he did his show with, you know, no corporate meddling. You know, I mean, you'd hear Cybertron, Kraftwerk, Planet Rock, Bob James, the Bus Boys, Mozart, Beethoven, and and nobody said shit. You just sat there and you listened and you were just, you know, enthralled. You know, right. I mean, a lot of DJs that are out now, you know, they don't know how it was, you know, being a student of the music. Like going to the record store and uh, seeing you? (laughs) I wasn't planning on bringing that up, but yeah, yeah. Picking up some records from Huckabee and yourself. Pretty good times. Yeah, I mean... I mean, because, you know, everybody came in Friday, Thursday, depending on when the shipment came in, you know, because being at the record store was social media before social media even became a thing, you know. I mean, it's like if you went to the barber shop, you know, it's like everybody and their mama was there. You sit around, you chopped it up, you listen to music, you know, you, you pray that you had enough records like if you have like five of something you know and you got six people that want it you know somebody's going to get left out until the next shipment comes in yeah right i remember uh can't wait until friday to get my paycheck (laughs) (laughs) Ah, oh my god stop at three record stores that day no i mean i know like back in the 80s like, uh, you know, I'd get my uh, social security check, and the first thing I'd do is drive down to Detroit. You know, I'd hit professional records, Wonder Love, Bad, Buy Right. Uh, and I just, you know, went to town. Yeah, I'd spend my whole check on records. Yeah, my, I, didn't, my, I didn't care. My wife would uh, get pretty pissed sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the the missus probably didn't like that shit, but, you know. Yeah. But, hey, I mean, you were living your dream, you know. Yeah, I mean, then again, if, if, you know, she really didn't like it, I mean, you could have always divorced her. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, but then, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, have blowback come to me. She was my biggest supporter. No, no, and, and and she's been around for a good while, so, you know, mad props to her. Now, let me ask you this. Um, if anyone wanted to listen to you on um, 
any of the websites. Uh, how can one listen to you? I have a website, djdenniscox.com. Uh, there's a few mixes on there. And uh, YouTube, I got some tracks out uh, that I did with Soiree Records. Derek Thompson. Oh, big, big, big shout out to DT. Uh, so do you have anything coming up anytime soon? Um, not right this second. Uh, looking at planning a couple things. Uh, just played Spotlight last week. I, I got to mention that we, I heard you guys mention uh, Derek Thomas. Yes. Thompson. Thompson, Thompson. sorry. Thompson. Drivetrain. Drivetrain. Uh, this is actually the newest uh, soiree release. And that, uh, that the track playing before this one was actually Drivetrain himself. That's great. So this one's coming out soon. Uh, the one in the background right now is uh, Yanni. Yanni Ho. The adventure of the whole bag. Yep. So, yeah, this is all coming out on uh, Soiree Records. So, That's awesome. perfect segue. <laughs> Derek, if you're listening, uh, need some vinyl. Yeah, hook everyone up. Oh, wait. Out again. Dang it. Just uh, just come up here and bring some records for everyone. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's not like he's doing anything, right? Right. <laughs> just running a label. No big deal. Great. So, I, th- I think I cut you off. Um, did, did you get a chance to, to mention uh, where people can follow you online at all? Yes, sir. Oh, you did? Okay. SoundCloud, MixCloud, all that. Yeah, stuff. I got okay. SoundCloud, too. Uh, it's under DJ Dennis Cox. There's a lot of... Uh, Mixes from the last 10 years on there. Going to be a new one soon. Just uh, trying to get the best records together. Okay. Um, anything coming up in Toledo anytime soon? Um, I do not have nothing planned, but maybe looking at doing something November-ish. Cool. So I, I, I stepped into the conversation late, but I, I heard Tech Lido might be coming back. Yeah, that's the plan. Um, we just want to do it the correct way. We don't want it to be at the same venue. We want something new, fresh. Hopefully outside. That's the plan. Yeah, when you guys had it on the, the river, that was that was awesome. Yeah, that was the best one. That was uh, Tech Lido 2. Uh, oh, the one at the, uh, at the restaurant. Yeah, uh, it's the, called The Docks. Yeah. Do you uh, think they'd be open to it again? Uh, maybe. Um, we'll have to see. Last time we threw it there, uh, we were getting noise complaints and a ah. bunch of bullshit. But they all agreed that we could do it. And then uh, then they're telling us to turn it down. And <laughs> then it started pouring rain. And it was just a cluster. Yeah, yeah the rain was really, like, unexpected and shit. But the setup was beautiful. The setup was great. Yeah. You know, just having to pull the, you know, water down from the tent and <laughs> Shit almost got Start into the flooding, dam. Like all those speakers, we had a like squeegee and shit, and it was crazy. Oh, I mean, had to make sure that uh, water didn't get into the outlets. Yep, yep. You know, I mean, that would have just like ruined everything. Just do it like that picture online where they got the uh, the people sitting in the pool and they have like the uh, the the uh, electrical outlets floating on flip flops <laughs> in the pool. Just just set the uh, set the uh, surge protectors on on flip flops so they float in the puddles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it's safe. It I was swear. crazy. It was scary for a minute. We thought we were gonna have to shut down, but the music kept playing. Yeah, that was a, that was a fun day. Then it got better at night when the rain went away, and 
little crowd came out. It was nice. Yeah, folks actually uh, pulled up to the docks on the boats. Yeah. You know, went to the restaurant, had dinner, listened to music. I mean, you couldn't beat that. So yeah, hopefully next uh, this upcoming year we're gonna find a nice spot and hopefully some people are listening and uh, maybe are into it. Well, if you uh, get it going, make sure you let us know and actually let me know early enough so we can schedule a Tech Lido showcase and you know maybe have two, three artists that are going to play the festival and we can just promote the hell out of the festival and try to make it a big thing because it be needs, to, needs to come back. Yep, that's the plan. So I appreciate it and uh, we will do that. Sweet. Well, before we even get to the next guest, I want to send a special shout out to a very good friend of mine who's listening in LA, uh, Grammy Award winner and godfather of UK Garage, oh, Mr. Shoot, Todd Edwards. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so, Todd, what's happening? Glad you're uh, able to tune in. Hopefully, I didn't suck on the interview, but if <laughs> I did, you'll let me know. <laughs> Maybe he needs to come with some free records, too. <laughs> well, before you guys uh, move to the next guest, I just want to thank you for having me up here. Of course. I appreciate it. <laughs> Had a great time, great setup, cool little spot, and hanging with great people. Yes, sir. I will make sure you get this recording. Feel free to use it however you want. Use it for promo for Tech Lido when it happens. That'd be awesome. Hopefully it didn't sound too bad. <laughs> no. So, yeah, as uh, Woodward was mentioning, our next guest, which is kind of funny. Um, you want to get close to that mic? There you go. Uh, we actually met here. Uh, I don't even know how many weeks ago that was. It was kind of like super impromptu. I, I think it was impromptu for you, too, because uh, our, our friend Ari had the gig. And um, he's just like, hey, I don't think I can play like fill this whole time with the little amount of records I have because um, they asked me to play like 9 to 2 and I'm here from another country and I just have my little crate so why don't you come up and play some records and so I showed up with the little crate of records and then when I showed up there's someone else here too and it was Yama sitting across from me and he we chatted and I was like I really like what you play and oh shoot we got an alley in the building too <laughs> but uh, yeah um Really liked what you played, and uh, fast forward, here we are again. Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate. You want to uh, get a lot closer, to that. Thank you so much. I uh, appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, like I said, or like you mentioned, it was definitely really impromptu last time, but uh, I got a chance to showcase some uh, some sounds that I've been experimenting with, and uh, I got to uh, really, I think, get the night going. It was a nice Friday night uh, here in downtown Detroit, and I think uh, really got the the energy started for the rest of the night. It was it was a good time for sure. Appreciate you guys having me back. Of course. Thank you. So we were talking earlier, you mentioned Primal Colors is kind of like your, your label thing. What, yeah, is, what is that? So Primal Colors is uh, basically a event series and um, label that I'm putting together basically to help uh, showcase some of the artists uh, that I've been really getting into lately. Um, and it's kind of a way to uh, basically 
connect the dots between where uh, Detroit Techno has started and where it's gone around the world. I uh, have found that there's a lot of influence um, in a lot of different subgenres that have kind of popped up uh, geographically uh, local to different areas around the world but still have a really big Detroit influence in them. So um, when I play music, I kind of like to connect the dots between those areas. And um, I'm really using uh, primal colors as a way to kind of highlight some of those artists that are kind of uh, show showcasing more of the eclectic side of uh, Detroit techno and house music. Sweet. Yeah, and you mentioned international because you're actually not originally from here. You exactly. Uh, where, do you want to mention where you're yeah, originally so, from? Yeah, uh, so my family is actually originally from Afghanistan, um, and I grew up in California. So. Um, I grew up with a very diverse kind of background, not only with my family, but with all the people I grew up around in uh, Southern California. So I think that really kind of shows in my in my sound. I really like to kind of find those um, those songs that really kind of cross international borders and kind of bring a different flavor and, and uh, showcase something that maybe you haven't heard before. So uh, a lot of tribal drums and a lot of cool, funky instruments that I like to try to highlight. Awesome. So how did you get started? Um, honestly, it was uh, out of boredom uh, during COVID. Uh, I've been going to um, electronic music shows and parties since 2009, but... Um, was that I, here or was that back in California? Back in California, okay. yeah, and um, kind of around the country. Uh, I had the uh, fortune of living in Denver for a little while, so got to experience that scene too. And um, live music has really been a part of my life for a super long time, um, for as long as I could remember. So when everything kind of shut down in COVID, I had a dusty little controller in my um, in my closet that I, I busted out and uh, did a little live stream on my first mix. and. It was trash, but uh, I got some friends that logged on and they kind of liked the selection and I've kind of just been, been working on it since there, then and um, just using it as a creative outlet. It's really one of the most cathartic uh, tools I have and really helps me just on so many different levels. So it's been, it's been a blessing for sure. So I, I have to ask because I'm really curious. Have you been back uh, to where your parents are from in Afghanistan at all? I unfortunately have never been able to go out there just with the uh, political situation, okay. the security situation. Yeah, it's been it's been because tough. My, my, so my question was going to be, is there a scene, out, like an electronic scene out there at all? Because um, I'm really curious. So unfortunately, with the way that things have gone lately, um, pe like the... The scene in Afghanistan is a little bit more towards pop music, folk music, and things like that. But um, the nature of Afghan people, the diaspora, has been spread around the world for so long that at this point there are so many Afghans in other countries around the world that have kind of started to put out their own styles of music. And um, dance music is definitely uh, integral to just Afghan music in general. So there is a lot of uh, a lot of crossover um, between just dance music and uh, and. Uh, kind of what's coming out between uh, in the Afghan diaspora, but um, yeah, I think that's uh, an area where it's only going to grow as as things uh, kind of move forward in, in time. Sweet. Now, uh, how about I, I'm curious what your experience is in California. You said Denver? Uh, Southern uh, California, so uh, I'm from said, Orange County. Said, well, you said California and then also Denver? Denver, right? Denver yes, and then, absolutely. And then here, what, what's, uh, what's been your experience in the three locations? Yeah, I mean, they're both, uh, all three of them are actually incredibly creative cities. Uh, a lot of really good music coming from each area. Um, but I think that the intentions are definitely a little bit different in, in, in each of those places. Um, in California, many of the uh, events are... Uh, on a larger scale and it's harder to get um, kind of permitting and things uh, uh, to allow for electronic music especially in Los Angeles um, so the scene has gone um, 
it's a little bit different uh, than Detroit in that way. The the feeling in Detroit is a lot more DIY, and it feels like you have a lot more opportunity to actually like kind of put your creative imprint uh, out there with your events without too much um, foreign uh, or external push. Um, so yeah, I mean, I there's a reason I think that uh, when I came to Detroit, I didn't leave though. You know, it, this is definitely. Uh, the, the the home and you can you can feel it in the um, in the way that the music comes out of the city. I mean, it's it's unlike anywhere else in the world. Um, Detroit is unmatched, really. So, um, if if people like what they hear tonight, is there going to be anywhere else that you're going to be playing in the near future? At the moment, uh, I don't have anything planned um, live. But if you guys follow me on SoundCloud, uh, soundcloud.com backslash Yama, Y-A-M-A-H, I do have a monthly mix series that I put music out. And um, we do have a couple little things under uh, underway and in the works. So hopefully uh, as that moves along, I'll be able to uh, invite you all out to that uh, shortly. But in the moment, there isn't anything that I could uh, confidently uh, put out. Okay, but you said you're, you're regularly putting out mixes, so definitely check the SoundCloud. Definitely check the SoundCloud. Okay. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Yama under, uh, underscore Kareem, and I always am putting out music, sharing music, and uh, the community in here, out here in Detroit is is so fun that there's if I'm not putting out music, I'm always uh, sharing my friends' music. So definitely tune in on that. So I'm curious, how how do you uh, know Ari? Honestly, um, just by by the grace of Detroit party gods, uh, we we met at spotlight one night and um just his his personality is huge uh so yeah. it definitely uh <laughs> caught on and uh, we i've been to amsterdam before so anyone that tells me that they're from there i try to pick their brain and uh and kind of get a little starstruck at times so it's fun to talk to him about europe and, and amsterdam and we just kind of hit it off uh from there and just kept in touch you know online and when he came back into town it was just kind of like let's let's hang out let's play music so it worked out sweet yeah um, I guess, is there anything else that you need to put out there? Or are you ready to throw some music down? I'm ready to uh, throw some music down. I hope you guys are ready for something a little bit different. And uh, I appreciate you guys having me on here. I'm excited to do my thing. Uh, we're all about having something different. So Tear it up. we're looking forward to it. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you guys so much. Sweet. Well, while he's setting up, I guess I will mention really quick. Um, yes. Something Mark. cool happened. Uh, Tiny Record Treasure is going to be a monthly, except for this month. We're doing it twice. Um, and uh, I'm going to have guest DJs every week. So if you want to jump across the river and come eat some poutine with me and uh, listen to some little oh, records. Here you go with that again. Um, I'm still waiting on my Yum, yum, poutine. Yum, yum. Yeah, you can. You have a you have a passport or an ESID? No, ID? I don't have a damn passport. No, I was talking to Mr. Dennis Cox. Oh, yes, sir. Well, I'm sorry. I thought you was talking to me. Damn, I'm um, sorry. But uh, yeah, we will be. Um, one second. Um, but yeah, so it'll uh, this month is happening twice. We already had the one uh, on Friday, but it's going to start on, uh, what is it, the 29th, I believe. It's a Thursday. Uh, the first guest is going to be Peter Croce. Um, I talked to, um, who did I talk to? Uh, am I forgetting his name now? Over at People's Records. Oh, shit. 
um, Brad, no, not Brad. Brad, yeah, Brad. Brad Hales. Brad Hales. Brad Hales. Yeah, so he's probably going to come throw down some. Um, I ran into Craig Huckabee up there, actually, too, and he's going he's gonna to come across and, and throw some 45s down. And uh, those ones haven't been set dates yet, but then another one that I'm really excited for, other than the Peter Croce one, which is this month, uh, December 2nd, is going to be DJ Dab. Um, so, yeah, he's always got some, like, really good 80s stuff, so I'm excited for that one. But uh, after December 2nd, it's going to be every first Friday of the month and uh, at Meteor in Windsor. So you can come eat some poutine and listen to some 45s. Sounds good. Hey, aren't you forgetting something? What? Tomorrow night? Tomorrow night. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. The one-year anniversary of the Fallout Shelter starts tomorrow. It's it's Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. A uh, ton of DJs, uh, and it's uh, the proceeds are going towards Sickle, uh, Sickle Cell. Cell Research. Um, our good friend is throwing that down, and, yeah, it's uh, at 734 Brewery in Ypsilanti. And it starts at like 6 p.m. on Thursday, doesn't yeah, it? Six, yeah, 6 to 1. 6 to 1, yeah. So come out to that support. It's uh, I know me and you are playing that night. Yep. Um, Friday is, I'd have to look at the lineup. I know, well, I know, I know Detroit Techno Militia, yeah. uh, Bill and Tom are going to be there. They'll be there Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. But yeah, 734 Brewery. It's a really cool spot. Um, good drinks. Um, the one thing that's cool is uh, their seltzers are like, homemade like they use like carbonated water and then they add their own flavors to it and stuff it's kind of cool if you're into the seltzers it's like a it's like a homemade white cloth (laughs) but yeah i think i think uh yama's already over there so let's go ahead and do this you are tuned into planet funk on 313.fm this is yama
Shut up, shut up.